T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. And we're talking car movies. Car movies. And now this next movie that Odd Rod's going to introduce... I really don't care for. So excuse really? me why I take a break. Because it's real I think it's dumb. I'm oh sorry. My God. It's lame. Oh my God. All when right. you mention Mel Gibson, I think Lethal Weapon, the end. Well, okay, so you have two options here. So we're talking about Mad Max and we're talking about the original and we can also talk about the reboot, which was even better. Um of course it was because they actually had a budget for it. So if you're not familiar with the original Mad Max, it was uh, actually down in Australia is where it was filmed at. And it was super, super low budget. They used the uh, XB Falcons, the Ford XB Falcons, um, which has now become a very rare and very popular car. Um, but they were they were good cars. They were ugliest sin, though. They were terrible looking. I think it's cool looking. Uh, I can't get down with um, it. If you jack it up and you got an 871 sticking through the hood, you know, you kind of take away some of the natural beauty, but... Well, uh, that and well, hang, hang on. It wasn't an eight seventy one because the thing he was able to turn on his electric off. supercharger. Uh, so was, well. yeah. He was able to turn on and off his supercharger as needed. It's like TV uh, magic, man. What an age! Which now, let me tell you, that was something they kind of carried over onto the new movies too. What the lameness? Well, I mean, it was just part of it. Just man. think though, he was a trendsetter. Like he was the first rat rider. <laughs> yes, he was. Flab, all that thing needs is some red wheels on it, and he would have been like ahead of the curve. But you know what? There's a lot that makes that movie so great. Okay, so you've seen it before, but it's dumb. Richard, you've seen it? I've seen it. I don't even remember. I I guess it's some kind of an apocalyptic. They're driving in the desert. Yeah, I remember a lot of that. It's a post apocalyptic world, and Mel Gibson is a police officer, was a police officer during the real world. And it just deteriorates from there. Now, one thing interesting: the movie had some cool things about it. Like, uh, for example, the uh, one of the opening scenes there, they're in a police chase, like it, it's a normal world setting, but they're in a police chase, and they hit this blue van and just like destroy this van. Well, they need a van to wreck, and this is like the director's van. <laughs> It's like, hey, we need to borrow your van. Talk about taking one for the team. Yeah, really. (laughs) Um, Another cool thing about it, though, is at the very end of the movie, the guy, one of the bad guys on a motorcycle, gets ran into head on by a semi truck. They paid the semi. This was just a legit semi truck driver out on the road. They paid him fifty dollars, and they put a custom brush guard on the front of this semi and spray painted it to look like the front of a semi. It was a solid sheet of metal. So they spray painted it or whatever it took. And you can if you go back and watch the movie, the silver the headlights are silver circles. And they literally spray painted the front of the this big old sheet metal so the truck wouldn't get hurt and paid this guy fifty dollars just to run over this motorcycle. I'd have done that for free. <laughs> <laughs> but I you know, the movie was that low budget though. It was that Well, low. I mean, you want to talk about low budget movies? Now let's switch gears. How about the first Gone in 60 Seconds? There's a good one. That entire movie was shot in 1974 with a $150,000 budget. And they blew most of that on about four of those Mustangs. 
Well, they only had one. That's the bad thing. They, only they had, had one '73 Mustang, and the big thing was it was the last of the real Mustangs. Yeah, lost a big one. Which the '73 wasn't exactly the sexiest beast no. in the world. No, not at all. I mean, I think Chip Foose made the sexiest '73 Mustang this past year at SEMA that he unveiled <laughs> ever made, and only Foose could pull that off. Oh, and yellow and black with dog dish hubcaps. Like it didn't even have Mag 500s on it. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, there, I, there was nothing really remotely desirable about the car. And how many hubcaps did that thing throw off? Probably at least a set of Magnum 500s worth. And it still had them all when at the end of the movie. I mean, it wasn't a straight panel on this car, but those hubcaps were. I there. think that final jump is uh, what got them. Yeah, you know that car still like his wife still owns that car. It's sitting in their garage. Dang. Wonder what kind All of shape they, it's in. Oh, it's horrible. It's been. I mean, it's. It looks like it's been hill and back. I mean, it's, there, it looks like like Mad Max has been driving it. I really need to go back and watch that movie again. There's a ton of pl- police cars that bit the dirt in that one too. Oh yeah, of course. But, um, you know, like the extras in that movie. They weren't extras. These were just people on the side of the road watching yes, this. Yes, it was. I mean, like this guy was like no other, and you know he had a lot of movies. And Basically, that, that Mustang about killed some people there toward the end. Oh that, yeah, that was the original crowd plow. <laughs> from way back. He was a trendsetter. He was a trendsetter from but way back. Basically, the summary of the movie was he was a crooked insurance adjuster. Yeah. And he was out stealing cars oh, the, and then the buying opening, wrecks the opening and fixing them with, that the, movie with, the, is with the cars. Epic. The opening well, I love, intro of that movie is... You know, the, the, the second God of Six Seconds is great. Don't get me wrong. I love Nicolas Cage and Angelina Jolie and the whole shooting match. That's great. But... Except for the Master P part. That was so lame. But back it up to the original <laughs> Gone in Six Seconds. This is how people legitly stole cars. They yeah. showed how they did it with the heat lamps, you know, removing the data stickers and things like Vent that. Tags and, and all this stuff. And the thing that was cool is they gave the cars names. So they weren't saying, hey, that red 73 Challenger. No, that was Sally. Yeah, or Dorothy or whatever. And my f- the best ever was... He said, hey, we're going to go. So that's my girlfriend's name. He said, yeah, she's a wreck, too. I thought that was hilarious. Like, And that's why the Mustang is so called funny. Eleanor, is that was his name on the list. Exactly. But the thing that's funny about that is, is like, like how crappy that film was made, though. Like, like whoever put the voice with the, with the picture, like, it's off by two seconds. Oh, yeah. Even in, like, the newest version. Yeah, it's off. It's horrible. Yeah, I thought that was just my TV. No, 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 it's just your DVD. (laughs) No, but that that movie was so great, though, like, because we talked about before, all the cars, they really did that. Yeah, or like showing them stealing these cars, you know, they, they, legitly, that's how they would do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a little set up, but I mean, this is legitly how they did it. But that opening scene, though, to me, when they take that Challenger and just... They get that one, it's just wrecked, mangled. And then they steal one just steal like one right it and swap everything off. It was so great. I mean, down to the T of the options of how it should be swapped. Exactly, like switching things over to make the exact car. And then they're selling a car that has a title and everything. I mean, it's ingenious, really. Yeah. I'm sure, it, I'm sure someone has done that in the past. No. 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 And we highly discourage no that. No one in here. Parts. Yeah. Never. Not none of That's us. That's craziness. No, I wouldn't dare do that. But we highly discourage that around Hot Rods and Happy Hour, too. That is illegal and against the law, and y'all should be ashamed for even thinking of such. Okay. The same thing as such. Damn good but way it, to make money. Uh, <laughs> no, just, 
Hot Rod's over here thinking up an idea. Huh. And that's Anybody how it all starts. Anyone want to go in the used car business? Nah, not today. <laughs> I, already put, I already, already put my time in, Junior. You're already catching enough flack for that. Yeah, really. It's pretty bad. 18 years later, things I was doing 18 years ago is making news on uh, Speed Society as we speak. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, your uh, troubled past is like uh, tra- traveling up quick to you. It's crazy, though. I mean, it's like I've never thought in a million years that a picture that's on my refrigerator would show up on the cover of Speed Society. <laughs> 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 oh, man, would you buy a used car from this guy? <laughs> uh, nope, no, no. Whatever. <laughs> Hell, I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Kapowie, you just <laughs> sold a car. But, um, no, I mean, <laughs> that was a good movie, though. That was a great movie. That was a good movie. That's a true car guy movie. Nobody's yeah. wife will sit through that movie and watch that. No, and not be entertained, no. I promise you. You're going to Bed Bath & Beyond if your wife watches yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no love going on. There's no... You're okay. going to watch, like, every episode of Fixer Upper because of that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, what was your favorite car in the movie, though? There was a ton of them, too. In the original Gone 6X, I'd have to go with Eleanor. I mean, it's just iconic. I'm not even a 73 Mustang fan remotely, See, but it's just I like that car. I'd have to go with the Cadillac. I'd say, what, 56? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Caddy's cool, too. I, I, and I like uh, long Mustangs, uh, the 73s. Uh, not really with the dogdish hubcaps, and mine probably wouldn't be yellow. But Oh, you don't like the old butternut yellow? School no. bus. <laughs> School bus yellow. Caution lines. I think it's taking what is actually a very attractive design and almost going out of your way to make it unattractive. Uh, you know, butterscotch and dog dishes just well, is, doesn't scream sexy. Well, the thing is, they try to make it a luxury muscle, right. a luxury pony car. Yeah. Not one on the way to your shop, that silver and black one that sits out there. That, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Ain't a bad about. looking car. No, it ain't a bad looking car at all. All right, guys, I'll tell you what, we got a commercial break coming up, but we're talking car movies right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Uh, 1063 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rod. What's happening, dude? What's the next movie we're talking about on our car movies list? Uh, well, I got two in line, but one I'm not sure how you feel about, and the other one I'm not sure you've seen. So, which one do you want? None of the above. <laughs> how about uh, how about we start off with some hit and run? A movie you have not seen. I have not seen that. I've not seen it either. Uh, it sounds pretty it's cool. It's got something though. about Dak Shepard in it. I do know that. Dak Shepard. The man's got a Corvette on him tattooed on his back. He yeah, can't be that bad. He can't be that bad. Um, so if you guys haven't seen it, and this one, this movie kind of slid under the radar a little bit. And it's a Dak Shepard movie. Well, <laughs> it wasn't well, one of his bigger ones. He killed, he killed Chips. I'm just throwing that out there. You don't talk about Chips. I thought that was a great movie. More people, I watched that on the way to Vegas, and like I said, if I had to pay to watch that, I would have wanted my money back. I thought it was hilarious, which I didn't watch Chips growing up either. Yeah, like I like when I see chips, I think about Ponch. Yeah, and which old, Ponch was in it? Wasn't uh, no, homeboy that can't yeah, ever get a job. Yeah, the old unless it's guy. about not being able to get a job. Yeah, it's the blonde guy. He's Pon- like Ponch was in it. He might Ponch. Hey, yeah, he was in it toward the end. Uh, I don't. Eric Estrada's his yeah, real name. I, I don't think I saw the new one. I, I just know that. Yeah, uh, like I watched it on the way to Vegas. Eric Estrada I mean, will take a cameo wherever he can get like, on. I really wish I just <laughs> kept looking out the window. <laughs> I actually enjoyed it. But anyhow, uh, Hit and Run with Zach Shepard, it, it's a unique movie because his wife, his brother, sister, and father are supporting role actors in it, along with Bradley Cooper. Free help. Yeah, along with Bradley Cooper and Tom, uh, Tom Arnold. Hmm. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell's old husband. 
Isn't that his name, Tom Arnold? Tom, that that would be Tom Arnold. Are you thinking of Roseanne? Yeah. Yeah, not Rosie O'Donnell. Roseanne. Yeah, Ro- Ro- Come on, man. Give the guy some credit. <laughs> Although Roseanne Barr. I love how he mixes this up. <laughs> Although Roseanne Barr and Rosie O'Donnell, I mean, it's a toss-up either way. Well, yeah, but I mean, come on, either, man. Either uh, either way, I would take Tom Arnold over either one of those. But really, still, at least they're gonna have a beer with him. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and not want to throw back up, you know. But anyhow, um, it's a really cool movie because he actually uses a couple of his real cars in there, and one of them is a '67 uh, Lincoln with suicide doors, and it's got a built, very well built big block under the hood. And he don't Sounds mind cool. doing burnouts and showing off in in the movie. Hmm. And he's he's got a also a Baja buggy that him and his <gasps> father really built. And he shows off and runs it and runs it down the streets of L.A. too. Hmm. So pretty good movie. Um, really a lot of action, a lot of car chase scenes. Does have a Chevy commercial in it. Him and uh, Bradley Cooper getting a chase scene with a CTSV wagon and a. Uh, a new vet. So. See, I can't see Bradley Cooper being like a car guy. I, I would like to. Bradley I mean, Cooper in that movie had dreadlocks. It's great. I have seen that. I've seen parts of it at least. Yes, Bradley Cooper in that movie. I, I just can't. I can't wrap my mind around that. Great time. Great, great movie. Dax Shepard looks like he's missing from the trailer park. Oh yeah, well he there's is. a trailer park looking for Dax Shepard. Yeah, well, um, a man named Dax. <laughs> With a Corvette emblem tattooed across his shoulder blades. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, you know, he's kind of dead. And I'm talking a C5. That's going to say yeah. C5, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. we're not talking. We're not talking about like an early classic. You vet know, that was his first vet. You know, he's an LS guy. Oh, you know, he's an LS guy. Yeah, he's an LS for life. But then he's got the big Lincoln, which makes no sense. But it's a great movie. I mean, I highly encourage you watching that one. Yeah. Next. <laughs> uh, well, let's shift to the one that you didn't want to talk about because this is next on my list. Speed. Keanu Reeves. Okay, let me break this down for you so we can make it quick so we can move on to something interesting. <laughs> Basically, a madman puts a bomb on the bottom of a bus. The bus has to stay above 65 miles an hour. Well, there's a co- yeah, yeah, that too. There's, well, there's a cop on the bus, Keanu Reeves. If you don't know who Keanu Reeves is, he's also Bill from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. All right, the end. The bus doesn't blow up. Everybody yeah, lives. The bus doesn't well, blow up. everybody lives. He saves Sandra Bullock, and Dennis Hopper's the bad guy. And Dennis- Next. <laughs> That's sad. I mean, I hit it. I hit. They drive around the airport for all an hour. All right, you hit the plot, but you know what? The movie it has it has some funny parts of it, like jumping the bus on an unfinished freeway. That was lame. It's that, like that it's, was impossible. No, no, was. no, no. It's like watching electric wheelchair jump something like it. It's like it was like. I mean, it's just it's dumb. I mean, it don't make any sense. They just don't make any good no. bus movies anymore. <laughs> Speaking of that, I know one that Robert doesn't know. Remember the bus, the movie? Yes. The one with the bus that bent in the middle? Yes. Every time I go to Vegas, they have those buses that flex in the center. Yeah. And they had a movie. It was a double-decker bus that flexed in the middle. They just made a movie about this bus? It was like nuclear-powered. They just made a movie about this book? It was, it was like a spoof thing. Remember the movie Airplane? Yeah. Same people did this. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Except it was the bus. But it was the bus, and it was dumb. I really I really need to watch that. You would like, if you like Dak Shepard, you would love the bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Dak Shepard's good entertainment. He's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, him and Kathy Griffin over there on the D-list. <laughs> That wasn't very nice to say about Doc Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! Oh me! Oh, so, so let's let's go to a more iconic movie. I think I think you guys will be on board with this one. One of my favorite in a in the realm of car movies is Christine. 
Oh, oh man. That's, that's a classic. I'm not a horror movie guy at all. Uh, you know what? I don't think that's a horror movie. I think that's a. Uh, it's a whole, I think that's a love story. It, it, it's a love story it, about the passion between your first car and you. You know, you know and I kind of feel that a little bit. It's a love story. Like, like if I worked at Blockbuster, which Blockbuster for any for all the millennials was a DVD store <laughs> that you rented DVDs. It was kind of like Redbox, but people actually worked it instead of a machine doing it. And a DVD is a disc that contains a movie. I take offense <laughs> to that. Hold up. I am a millennial, and we spent our lives at Blockbuster. You're talking about the generation that comes after us. But you were in the kids section, though. No, I was not. You couldn't rip Christine without your parents there. Now, see, it's, it's, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Okay, I'm with Patrick, our producer, on this one. Because I, I still have my Blockbuster membership card. I am in the millennial. You use it for ID. <laughs> I'm in the millennial generation myself, and I think we get confused a lot with the next generation to come because I spent a lot of times in the movie gallery. I spent a lot of times in Blockbuster. We had Pick a Flick. Yeah, I remember. I remember we had VHS. I, rem- <laughs> I do remember. I remember movies. Ooh, that was. Yeah, see there? Move. Remember the one with the cow? Yeah, yeah. 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 It was a fly-by-night operation, if I recall. <laughs> <laughs> but pick a flick, the fun. <laughs> you know, yeah, that that was a serious contender in the uh, But cinematic. so anyway, but you go into that store, like if I was going to put that DVD on the shelf, I would have to put it in the romance section. It, yeah. It is a romantic movie, I'm telling you. It it's, is. It's a love story between, you know, your first car and, and that bond there. That I mean, it might have went a little deep. When it starts eating people, but you know, you know, that, you know what, what? What was his name? Arnie. Arnie, Arnie Cunningham. Arnie Cunningham. I think he was wanting to break it off, and Christine just wasn't ready. Have you ever read the book? No, I have not. Read he the tried book. to. He he couldn't. Like, he wanted to, but get away See, from it. I couldn't get it. I mean, could you blame him? It's, it's, a, it's like a bad girlfriend. You know what I mean? You just. <laughs> you We've just, all been there. You can't escape them. No, no, no. You can't <laughs> get away. And I, I think the old Plymouth Fury Belvedere Sport. Mock-up car there was that. You're hurting Richard. Yeah, no, man, come stop, <laughs> stop. It's a '58 Belvedere Sport Coupe. <laughs> Thank you, Richard. That's why we keep him around. He knows what's up. It's also my favorite car. Is it really? Yeah, that's that's my dream car right there, man. Well, I'll tell you what my dream is if we can get through these commercials and keep talking about these car movies. <laughs> All right, guys, stay tuned. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rod, what's happening, dude? Richard, what's going on upset? I've got a car movie for Ewans. 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 Not Union. For Ewans. For Ewans. American Graffiti. Where were you in 62? <laughs> I love that movie. I was not thought then. That was my favorite car movie. My dad was 3 in 62. <laughs> Man. That's that's crazy. But I love that movie. It was made in the 70s. And of course, you know, the, the car, yeah. that movie had so many iconic cars. Well, we, we've hit on this movie quite a million few, times. Yeah, we come back around to this movie a What's lot. What's the tag number on the 32 Ford that John Milner drove? Mm. I'm waiting. Man. I feel like I should know this. THX 138. I can tell you what the license tag on Christine is. <laughs> can anybody tell me the general lead tag number? Band one or no? <laughs> um, nope. CMH. <laughs> the numbers elude me. I think it's CHB. I think. I, I think it's CMH. It's C something like that. Yeah, it's, it starts with a C. That's for sure. But anyway, back to American Graffiti. Sorry. 
the tag number was THX138 between those 1941 Chevrolet taillights, which actually 41 through 48 Chevrolet taillights, if you want to get exact, on the back of that 32 Ford five-window coupe in P-Yellow, as they called it. I love that car. Small block Chevrolet. Had the lake had the Laker headers on it, and of course he had uncork him at the gas station when he was ready to race down Paradise Road. And what was racing him? A nineteen fifty five Chevrolet, ironically the same one from Two Lane Blacktop, <laughs> being driven by Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah, with a cowboy hat. Yeah, yeah Han Solo with a cowboy hat. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> or the Fugitive. <laughs> Surprised when he went to start the thing, it didn't go. But then, you had, <laughs> but then you had more iconic cars in it, though. You had little Richie Cunningham. Yeah, the 58. Ron Howard with the 58 Chevrolet. I love that car. That car is cool. How but, about, uh, what's his name's uh, little car? Uh, God, I can never remember. Uh, Citroën? Is yeah. that what yeah, it was? Exactly. Toad was that his name? No, no, no. That was you're uh, thinking about Hollywood Nights. You're crossing Hollywood Nights in. You might. You're, no, no. Toad. No, Toad's the one that got the Toad's the, sold. No, Toad's the Vespa. Yeah, that's right. That's the right. Vespa rider. Yeah. Um, what's his name? He played in uh, Jaws. Oh man! You mean the shark? Yeah. No, it wasn't the shark. <laughs> <laughs> he looked. He looked. The guy with the glasses. His name will hit me. Uh, he drove the Rick, Rick Morantis. No, 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 it's not no, Morantis. It's DeFeo. Something DeFeo or something like that. No, the, I don't know, man. I'm just throwing out names at this point. <laughs> Bob Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> there he is. There you go. Right. Richard Dreyfus. Yes, and of course Suzanne Summers makes a cameo. Yeah, because he was all after Suzanne Summers the whole time. That's in the, right. In the '57 T-Bird. Oh, and we talked about before. Um, one of the cars on that movie and where it ended up. Well, you know, the 58 Chevrolet is actually in California. Yeah, the 58, which we've seen the 58 Chevrolet. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the Mercury that had the cool story. Was it the Mercury that had the... Well, the Mercury, the, the funny thing is the car's gone. It's long gone. But they bought an original 50 Merc. And a body shop, a local body shop, customized it. And because of time and money constraints, because this movie was built on a serious budget, yeah. the thing that was funny about it was this car like had like the windows and stuff. When they chopped the top, they used a factory glass and just kind of basically bondoed it all in. It was just there. It had no side windows in the car whatsoever. What was it? Something about the back dash, too. Well, the back dash, well, the back glass, when you could open the trunk, part of the back glass was inside the trunk. Because they oh, used the original they glass. It. They yeah. cut the glass. They just bring, brought the top down. But the thing that's funny, okay, this film, this was supposedly, it was filmed in the 70s, but it supposedly took place in 1972. Well, they sent it to a local body shop, and they said, hey, build us a custom grill for a 50 Merc. You know what the grill was in the 50 Merc? What? It was a 70 Camaro solid bumper. <laughs> it was a Camaro bumper welded in between the Mercury fenders. Huh. So it had know. 70 Camaro parts. On a car that was built in 1962, I feel like you're ruining my childhood. I mean, but it's crazy. And I mean, now was that the car that ended up out in the East Coast and the guy killed himself? Exactly. Yeah. The, the owner actually killed himself. That had it. it. It was insane. That car's had a wild story with it. Um, of course, the 32 Ford. You know, everybody and their brothers got one. Matter of fact, we actually have a, a local shop here in the Upstate that's building. Yep. A true tribute car. Yes. Over uh, over Gerald over there at the Carolina Rod Shop. Carolina Rod Shop. 
County not, line. County line, right, up. Not, and not to get off subject, but that guy's doing some amazing things with fiberglass. Oh, over there. man, gorgeous stuff. And it was the only way, really, to have a 32 Ford, I mean, oh, yeah. in my opinion, really and truthfully. But this car was it was so iconic, and that race. and I mean, it was just a neat car. To me, it's one of the most iconic movies, or it's, movie cars. It's rather. right there. I think Hollywood Nights is a good one, but I don't think Hollywood Nights gets the respect it deserves. I think American Graffiti steals its thunder. It does. Which, I mean, American Graffiti, just, it was a great night over, or a great movie over the night of, over one night, you know? Yeah, well, exactly. They were all graduating. I mean, they were out of school. And I mean, the thing is, I think so many kids can, everybody's been cruising in a car. Everybody's lived that night. Yeah, Yeah. they have. In one way or another, they've been in that position. You've been in somebody's position of that movie, whether you're chasing a girl, breaking up for a girl, figuring out if you're going to college, staying behind for college. You know, you're just the guy out there doing nothing, the loser out there racing, whatever the case might be. You've been in a position of that movie. I've been the John Milner. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> yeah. I didn't say you're going to be John Milner. I think we've all been the John Milner in yeah. this room. Everybody's been the John Milner in this room. But, I mean, that, that is just, a, it is, it's a great movie. There's times in my life I've been the toad of that movie, I've been too. Well, I mean, I've been uh, there, too. I've been toad. I've been toad. The, uh, that was a really cool movie. Hollywood Nights, that's another good one. Hollywood Nights is another one oh, on my bucket man. list that I have not seen yet, actually. What? Yeah, I know. That's a form of child abuse, not I seeing know. your child watch that. Well, I had a rough parenthood, you know, uh-huh. childhood. Ch- childhood. You didn't childhood. have, you haven't had I haven't, a parenthood. I haven't had a parenthood. Well, I got two dogs, but I've had a rough childhood, so yeah, I got deprived. I'm telling you, Hollywood Nights is a great movie. Hollywood Nights is a great movie. The 56 Chevrolet sedan delivery. Oh, man. See, I'm so jealous I haven't seen it now. Yeah, that's right up your alley, dude. Yeah. Yeah, see, it's... But now, that that movie has some serious continuity issues with it, too, because it takes place in 1965, and they have, like, custom 66 Mustangs sitting right in front. (laughs) That kills me. Yeah, and that's a big deal in a car movie, also. You can't get that stuff wrong. No. We picked that out. And another cool thing about Hollywood Night Show, Tony Danza was in it. Oh, really? And uh, Tony Danza and Michelle Pfeiffer... Or both of them. Matter of fact, I think it's Michelle Pfeiffer's first movie she ever did. Wouldn't be surprising. Um, the uh, but the thing that was cool is Tony Danza was actually driving Project X from the Carcraft days. That '57 Chevrolet is actually still around. Can you believe that? Really? That car has been saved from the scrap. It was actually started life as a GM test mule car, and has been probably redone 30 times through the years but project x was actually the yellow 57 that tony danza drove in hollywood nights i'll have to go back and i'll uh, watch that again i didn't realize that yeah well the I, blo- I had a blown big block in it which, is, a, which it. is another thing that kind of takes away from it in the movie because 1965 big blocks were pretty new yeah you know i mean i mean they only really came in a corvette and i mean depending on what part of 65 this took place eh, no dice but you know it's tv yeah, yeah, but again, I mean, if you're making a car movie, you just you you can't mess that up. It, it kills me. Now I'll tell you another cool thing though. There's a really good looking '65 El Camino. Matter of fact, it's what the whole story is about. He originally parks the car in front of a hydrant and gets towed. That's that's a hilarious. That's 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 a good looking car. It had the craggers on it. Like that that was perfect. Circa 1965. Absolutely. You know, he lost his brother's brand new El Camino. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch that. That's one I haven't watched. I feel bad. I have that on the on the DVD. So you just now let me borrow it. I, I would. Uh, let's let's say it's shift gears a little bit. I I think everybody by proxies end up seeing this movie once or twice. 
But it's actually a really good car movie with a lot of really good high-end actors in it. How about the movie Cars? Disney Pixar. I don't have kids. Yeah, I've never seen it. I don't have kids. Oh, we all And just... that's one of those movies that people always argue when you say, like, well, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. It's a kid's movie. It is. It is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have tricycle motors. People look at me funny if I went and, and rented that. So you guys have seriously never watched it, though? No. No. Actually, a great movie. Yeah. Actually, a really good movie. I don't know. Well, we're going to have to skip that one then, because you, you guys can't work with me on that one. At all. I, I know no, all I know is that "Life Is a Highway" song is in there somewhere, <laughs> which I hate. You, you like the Tom Cochran version? I, I really don't. Um, I, I, I never. Have. So you just hate the song altogether? Yeah, I just don't. So like you don't the song. like Rob's version or Tom Cochran's version? Rob's? Yeah, yes. you know the lead singer Rascal Flats. Oh yeah, no, I don't like that either. But uh, I always forget about that. Well, I'll tell you, what, I don't watch these commercial breaks, but they catch us every time. They sure do. All right, guys, stay tuned. Uh, we got plenty more car movies to talk about right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Oh, Hot Rod had a good one. No, yeah. tell me about your movie. I was paying attention one time. Uh, how about License to Drive? Man, that's a blast from the past. Yeah. Both Corys. Corey Feldman, Corey Haim. That's two Corys right there. That's, that's, that's a, that was that's, a good movie. Maximum two, Corey. So we had... Two rough Corys. We had a 72 Cadillac Sedan DeVille. 72 Cadillac Sedan DeVille. In Turquoise. In Turquoise. Well, kind of more of a minty green Turquoise. Yeah, a minty green Turquoise. <laughs> and then you had the BMW that was so hot. What was it like? Uh, a, I want to say it was a 633 or a 635. But it was like bright red. Yeah. What was it? I think oh, it was so red. Yeah, because the Volkswagen was white. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay. That's okay. a that's that's such a cool movie. And both cars get demolished in the end. No, oh, it's great. But it's hilarious. The events that happen throughout that movie, that's a, just a good car movie. It's not really like, a, you know, like, oh, we're racing or doing a heist or nothing like that. It's just a good movie. But it's just car. a good high school movie. I it's think John movie. Hughes did that movie or something. I think you're right. It um, looks like a John Hughes movie. It's a movie. coming of age movie. I mean, it's, uh, you know, if, as we are car people uh, obviously what's the most one of the most important events of your lifetime is getting your driver's license all right so switch switch gears a little bit what'd you learn to drive in rob you want to start that one off uh 73 chevrolet pickup truck with a big block in it long bed (laughs) nice 454 truck 454 73 chevrolet long bed nice richard what'd you uh first car i ever drove uh was an 89 plymouth sundance rs uh, and then I taught myself how to drive a stick in an 85 Plymouth Duster 2.2. Nice. Woot, woot. How about for, you? For me, it was a 1980 Chevy Silverado short bed, short box. Uh, Silverado. Uh, original diesel truck converted to gas. Woot. But I did take my driver's license in a 91 LX Fox body. That's so. what I'm screaming. I took. It's a good I car took, to parallel parking. Mr. Mr. Hot Rod, you know what I took my driver's test in? Probably the smallest thing you can find. My mom's 95 Ford Explorer. Okay, the biggest thing you can find. <laughs> Her Eddie Bauer Explorer. How was I feel like car- my cool card would get pulled on that, but yeah. I took my test in a caravan with wood grain. Yes. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Eddie ain't too bad. Yeah, yeah. So think, of, think of that. How Did was you have like, like car seats in the back and all? No, I was the youngest. Well, my little sister is the youngest, but uh, I mean, we were above car seat age at the time but uh they even have car seats when we were kids yeah i mean i don't think i've ever sat in a car seat before i, I didn't either well, i did i was i was car seat era 
Yeah, see, I, we didn't, now, have, check this out, we didn't have car seats. I got to sit in a car seat in my dad's 77 jacked-up four-wheel drive blazer. That's what I sat in a car seat in. <laughs> you know, talking about car seats, if they made car seats when me and Richard were kids, they probably would have had cigarette ashtrays on them. Oh, they, yeah. they'd probably be made out of like, metal bars and really do you no, no real health benefit in a wreck at oh, all. It's this. Every time I think about this, I think about my old man, my dad. Bought a brand new Corvette in 1985. Now, keep in mind, in 1985, I was six years old. And we would go out and ride three deep in this Corvette. I would sit in my mother's lap. <laughs> now, keep in mind, I'm the only child. I'm the only good bullet my old man ever had. And now, keep in mind, he loved his Corvette. <laughs> but the one thing that popped, don't touch my dash. <laughs> While I sit in my mother's lap in a 1985 you know, Corvette going I, down the road. I can imagine Kim Pitts just sitting there. Get your hands off my dash, Robbie. Don't touch my dash. I, I, get, I get that mental image. I see it. I can hear him saying I got sick. I was in 1989, the year you were the born. Year I was born. Actually, before you were born, because this was in the summer. <laughs> all right. I, th- I got sick in the car on a road trip from Florida. Okay. And... I still hear that story. 2018. Remember that time you got sick in that Cadillac? Still hear that story. I mean, and that's my old man. Mm-hmm. Some things you just don't forget, man. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what, Rob. He never forgets. I'm going to tell you what. If you ever throw up in one of my cars, I promise I won't let that down either. Yeah. It'll be 2038 if you're still with us, and I'll still be talking about it. If you're still with us. Well, I mean, you've had some life choices. I'm just in, saying. In modern science, man, I would be able to live at least 150 years. <laughs> Figure out a bit with my high income level and uh, modern technology. I would be able to live just about think, 240, 250. <laughs> just think, just the other week, they put a pig valve in a man's heart. Did, really? did he live? Did no, he, live? he died, but they're doing that kind of stuff now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. Oh, God. All right. How about another car movie of the 80s? How about uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Man, iconic. The only thing I hate about this, I love that it's a kit car. I hate they used a Ford to do it. <laughs> I love that Ferrari. And I'm not I'm not a frou-frou Ferrari guy. And, you know, I've got Lamborghini buddies now down. Thank you, Ed. <laughs> we got Lambo buddies now. But I've never been that guy. And, like, that to me is just bad with the wire wheels. I mean, that thing's just – I would rock it. It's gorgeous. And when you've seen it drive through the garage, <laughs> and just driving around town, and when they were jumping it and riding around it, like I would totally rock that. And it was automatic, which really kind of hurt my heart. Yeah, which it was not possible to get that car to automatic, was it? No. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, you could have made it as a kit car. You could make well, yeah, it as a kit what car. it was the, supposed the, the to real be. Car. Matthew brought. Well, actually, they never made that technical car in a Ferrari. It was like a. It mix was a of, hodgepodge yeah. of yeah. yeah. But the thing that was crazy was Matthew Broderick did not drive a manual. Yeah. So they made it an automatic. They, they should have cast somebody else. You know, I'm with you there. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of like, you know what? But you know what? Matthew did such a great job with that movie. He did do a good job with yeah, that. Yeah, he could have learned to drive a stick, though. It's not that hard. Why didn't you let Cameron drive? There you he go. He was like 48 when they filmed that. You know? <laughs> Fry. 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 Uh, such a good Bueller. movie. I'll tell you what. You know what? This isn't really a car movie, but it had some great cars in it. And it just came into my mind. How about the movie, uh, Helen Hunt's movie, Twister? Oh, man. Bill the Com- Paxton? What's the Jeep Comanche truck? The, the Comanche truck, yeah. I love that the, thing. The yellow one yeah, that gets awesome. slammed. That thing's cool, though. That and all the new... Talk about product placement. The new The, the new, new Ram stock. Dodge. Yeah, the new Ram Dodge. Yeah, in 1994, I had one of those trucks in red. 
Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was the first year. It had been sucked up in a tornado? It, had, it looked like it when I got done. But. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a good man. Boy, talk about Helen Hunt. Mm. That's another one mm. with Lonnie and... Easy, easy, easy. And, and oh, uh, what's her name? Old Frog. <laughs> old Frog. Where's my phone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, man. I but love you know, it. That, that movie had like a lot of great vehicles in it that got absolutely destroyed. Like the Suburban that got the spike drove through it what was the things the little little things that the, the weather thing was spitting out it was dorothy well, is what dorothy, it was called dorothy was the box but, but it spit know. out like the little spinner baits that came out of it you know <laughs> but you know what i'm talking about well you're not a meteorologist are you? not even by a long stretch oh lord that was that was a good car movie though there was a lot of great cars in that i day. do like the jeep truck the j10 truck i'm kind of a fan of it was I, a cool i hate what happened to it imagine one of those things hammered Lower oh, down. Oh, oh, never. Yeah. I mean, you, can you imagine one of those hunker down air ride, like tucking? That'd be 20s? cool. That'd be that cool. would be a bad ride. I remember when we were in high school, Stump Apps dad had that blue one, uh, three speed inline six. He used to let us drive it. That thing was cool. Torque monster. That is cool. I mean, I mean, they're just different. Yeah, I'd, I'd want like a late model Hemi in mine. That'd Absolutely. Cool. Hunker down on the ground. I mean, just like sitting. tucking some twenty fours. I want to do twenty fours, but I mean, you know, I'd be laying frame. You know, <laughs> I had to say that from a my homeboy, Josh. <laughs> hey, we need to get them back on here. By That's the way, what I'm screaming. We ain't been in a minute. I'm telling you. But I mean, think about all the great car movies, or all the, all the movies that just had great cars in them. I mean, there's some. So we go, how about Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters, the '59 Cadillac, '59 Cadillac, Morse. What's the Morse Meteor? Uh, I think you're dead on with yeah, that. Yeah, uh, actually hers. Yeah, that was that was beautiful. Dan yeah. Aykroyd actually owns one of the originals. Yeah, it was cool that they bought two cars for that movie, and the original was to show the black one. They bought well, one of them was, I think they both were black, but one of them was gone, and they used it as a parts car to fix the other. Mm-hmm. And it's actually seen for a brief second when they first pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. Spitting, running around, running bad, and all that stuff. I'll tell you another great car movie, and we gotta hurry. Fast and the Furious. You know what? And we're running out of time, guys. I tell you what. I want to thank everybody. I want to thank Richard. I want to thank Patrick, the producer, for chiming in and make sure we did a good job today. <laughs> everybody for listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. And we ain't got to talk about the Fast and the Furious. I All love right. it. Guys, thanks for playing along. You've been listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 